Okay, brilliant. So we are live, Rain. So for those of us, for those of you who don't know, this is our very first podcast that we're doing together. Yay! Yay, indeed. <laughs> I can't believe how amazingly this, this all came together. And it and came together it, so smoothly, right? Just, so everything smoothly. just happened. Yeah, absolutely. And Rain picked the most incredible name for our show as well, Unprecedented. So Unprecedented with Rain and Stefan, and I love that. So well, We have to agree, Stefan. We are definitely living in unprecedented times. Oh, absolutely. Couldn't agree with you more. Now, our podcast is going to discuss a wide variety of topics with a decidedly esoteric and very spiritual bend to it. Um, I think one of the most amazing things that I discovered about you, Rain, and I think vice versa as well, is that we both have a very strong affinity for Christianity. And yes. I certainly identify as a Christian. Um, and I think that does give us a really interesting look into the esoteric as well. So I think yes. that's kind of cool. And I as well, I identify as a Christian as well. And so this, you know, is the perfect platform for us to be able to talk about spiritual um, topics, but also bringing that practical piece in, because as we know, we've talked about this, that we need both. We need both to be able to function sure. in balance. For sure. So our topic for today, I think, is one that we both quite knowledgeable in, and it is lightworkers, shadow work, and awakening. I think those are kind of buzzwords at the moment. Like everybody keeps talking about, oh, I'm a light worker, or oh, I'm a shadow worker, or I'm going through an awakening. Yes. But I, I do, I think one of the things that I want to talk about a little bit is I have a little bit of concern, especially when I'm talking to some of my clients, that, you know, don't get bogged down in the terms because there's so many people out there who are not even doing the work. You know, they're calling themselves a light worker. Or they say that they're going through an awakening, etc. Yeah. But as as one um, woman that I follow on Instagram, amazing um, spiritualist, and she said, you know, some of my some of my followers keep asking me, like, why don't I post more information out there? You know, like there's there's this um, Instagram spiritualist who posts every day, and this person on YouTube who posts right. every day, etc. And she's like, sweethearts, if I had to be posting every day when would I ever get to do the work that I'm telling you guys right. you need to be doing on yourself? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? And what, and what I found too is that people, we, you know, we definitely know we live in a fast paced society, even in this last year, things have slowed down. People are mm. still sort of on that hamster wheel. Right. And yes. so, yes. you know, it really is important that if, if we are going to involve ourselves in any kind of, uh, deep work that it it requires a commitment and that's often difficult mm. for people to um, commit to themselves to accept and to commit to doing some of the work and they look at it like it's a burden when really it's the complete opposite it may, to, yes. may appear like a burden at times you probably would agree you know in doing the mm -hmm. shadow work with people, but really it's kind of like the, the, if you want to have a visual, it's that light at the end of the tunnel. So you're walking Absolutely. through the tunnel, right? 
and you're doing the work, you're doing, you know, the daily work, the minute by minute work, or, you know, just whenever something surfaces, you deal with it. And that's your journey through the tunnel. And there's going to be gain in the end of it, right? Mm. Or all along the way, even, you know, there's going to be windows in that tunnel along the way. Absolutely. I could not agree with you more. And I think that you, you've kind of hit the nail on the head, though, there, that people are afraid to do the work. Right. Yeah. And, well, I was going to ask you, like, well, what does awakening mean to you? But... Well, I was going to ask you what shadow work <laughs> meant to you. Isn't that okay. funny? So, How interesting. Like, well, you know, I, I actually looked up the definition of shadow work, um, mm-hmm. and it said... Basically, to, you know, condense it, an unconscious aspect, and Mm -hmm. that could be of the personality, the conscious ego, um, that hasn't been fully identified yet. Would you agree with that? Yes, absolutely. Because to me, shadow work is all about facing up to those inner demons. It's all about figuring out why you are triggered in certain situations. It's about identifying that part of your psyche that you would really rather not look at. True. And then it's all about going and going deeper into that and going, well, actually, why does my shadow come out? Mm-hmm. And when I was younger, Rain, I mean, I had friends who would refuse to go out with me after a while because they would say that the moment I've had two or three drinks, I would just become an awful, awful, awful human being. A completely different person. Completely different person. And it got to the point where I actually, I was like questioning, you know, do I have a problem with alcohol? What is the issue here? Mm-hmm. Have I picked up some form of dark entity? Like, what, what is going on? Right. And it wasn't until I spoke to one of my other friends about it. And I said, you know, this is what's happening. And um, my friends are kind of picking up on this and and I'm, I'm really thinking I need to do something here. And he goes, well, that's interesting because whenever you come over to my place and you hang out with myself and my girlfriend and you have a few drinks and even if you get absolutely raucously drunk, you become the most loving person ever. So, so he, that's very yeah. reflective, isn't it? Yeah. So he goes... <laughs> So is it is it the alcohol or is there something that you're not dealing with right. in that particular situation and alcohol is just bringing it out and right. it was true my shadow was actually trying to protect me because I was not dealing with certain issues in my life mm-hmm. and I was lashing out at these particular friends not because they'd done anything to me but that because they were representative of a particular situation in my life at the time. Right. And, and I, okay, yeah. go ahead. No, <laughs> I, I, was, I was just going to say, it, uh, this is what I often impart to my clients as well. I say, you know, when you're able to do that, you then realize that your shadow only comes out to play when you're not being your authentic self. If That's you're not putting so your boundaries in place, then you're going to lash out. And you're going to make snarky comments at someone when you're like, right. why did I actually say that? Like, you know, I, I didn't mean to. It's like the, the old thing of um, getting an admin, some, an admin personnel in a government department who's mean to you. 
um, and they just you just think they're an awful person. Right. But it's actually because they're dealing with so much at home, you know, they haven't had enough sleep, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And they're just lashing out. Their shadow comes out to play. Well, and these all speak to triggers, right? I, I recently Absolutely. just had a trigger that hit me out of the blue. And, and it's just so funny how they happen, right? Because we're we're always dealing with stuff every day. We're dealing with challenges. We're dealing with, we may even just be in the moment in our peaceableness. And just like mm -hmm. you say, being our authentic self. And then all of a sudden, boom, something or someone says something to you. And it, it took me probably... Um, I did recognize when this negative comment was said to me, it took me not too long to realize that it wasn't sitting right with me, like you say, mm. not standing in my, my authenticity. But what happened was the negative comment that was mentioned to me triggered me and it sort of sent me in this spiral. And by the mm. end of the day, I was literally having physical pain. And I don't know if you've experienced that yourself or yep. some of our listeners can, can probably relate to that, that often what happens when we're triggered, it doesn't matter what the label is, if we're talking about it being shadow work or light worker work, it doesn't matter what that label is. What it is, is the fact that our body is now reacting. It's being reactive and it's showing us that something is out. It's oh, out absolutely. of alignment, right? And it's off kilter. And like sometimes what we have to all understand is that we can't always fix something right away in the moment. Like we can't be so hard on ourselves that, oh, something's off. We have to fix it right away. Sometimes it does take time. So it takes... Yeah you know, maybe taking some pain medication or sitting down and meditating or going and laying down for a bit to, to rest your body so that your body can recover and recuperate. And oh, it's in that fun. process, right, that we look at just like you did. You know, in that process you went through, you started to look at the shadow part of it and to understand it. And then, yes. right? Yes, and then not just what, what I then also say is and a big part of the work that I do with myself is look at your shadow, understand it, and then thank it because yes. it, it did something really powerful that you were not willing to do. Yes. It showed, so, it showed you a part of you, one that you are not willing to accept because that's why you are reacting the way that you are. That's why your mm -hmm. mind is having the thoughts it's having, your emotions are upset, or your physical body becomes unwell. And it's it's just, they're signals. You can look at them as signals, I guess. Absolutely, right? yeah. Then that's the thing, you know, once you start to recognize those signals, it then also becomes easier to, and this is the important part, to integrate that shadow so that that powerful side of you Mm -hmm. is available in a more conscious state. Yep. So then you don't have to lash out because, and in my instance, it was a situation where I went, okay, what is the real problem here? Okay, the problem is X, Y, Z. Well, this is going to be painful to sort out, but let's sort it out so that I can actually just get back to having fun with my mates. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then, and I, I caught a lot of flack for, for what I did. And maybe one day we'll discuss it in another podcast because it's a, whole topic all to itself, but I caught a lot of flack for, for my actions, but they were authentic mm -hmm. and 
really powerful. And as a result, I just became a massively happier person. And I suddenly realized that the other reason why my shadow was coming out to play so often was because I had this front up, this farce mm-hmm. of, oh, no, everything's fine. I'm absolutely great. You know, this is right. I, I live a charmed life. This is this is just how things are. Right. And yet deep down, I just wasn't happy. I was going with the flow. I was mm-hmm. doing what everybody else was telling me to do. Right. What society was instructing me to do. Mm-hmm. And yet being an Aries, you know, Aries do not like being put in a box. Just no, don't try. Not at all. <laughs> well, I'm a Leo, so the same thing. It's like same we value thing, right. freedom, we value individuality and uniqueness. So it's really difficult for us to be, you know, crunched into that box. And when someone triggers us, you know, our environment can trigger us, a person can trigger us. It it's just showing us that it's time to deal with this, right? Like For sure. you could you could look at your situation and just say in that in your situation it it was time to deal with those issues that were arising. In mine, right. it was more like, okay, this person made a comment didn't realize the way that they were talking down to me in a sense and so what that was doing it was triggering um things that maybe had been said to me in childhood or when i was a teenager by this person or that person and i can think of a couple of them that you know were the significant people that planted those uh negative or pessimistic thoughts or ideas um and it doesn't take much to say something to someone one sentence, you know, and we know that words are powerful and we know that it takes 10 attaboys to counteract one, you know, negative comment. So the fact that we go through these uh, growth experiences is healthy for us. Just at the time, it doesn't always seem like it is. That's the thing. It doesn't always seem like it is. It can be a little (laughs) bit, it's painful. And this is why I think, again, why people avoid that work. Yes. And I, I have a question for you on awakening. Um, I want to see if your, if your journey was similar to mine. Because after I started doing the shadow work, I then really started to consciously decide to awaken. And yes. by that, I mean awaken my, my, my talents, my psychic gifts, my general abilities in the world of, of spirituality. Mm-hmm. And I remember having a conversation with my best friend, who's now subsequently passed, but we were sitting, discuss, chatting, and, and he said to me, you know, you've been really depressed, I've noticed, the last couple of weeks. This was a couple of years ago. And I said, yeah, I have been. And he's like, why is that? And I said, well, because I've been doing this work, which you've noticed, because he had noticed that um, I changed, you know, doing the shadow work, etc. I'd gotten rid of the situation in my life that was causing my my issues and now i was really starting to f- figure out who i was going to become or what i was mm-hmm. what i wanted out of my life rather but the fear that came up that was really holding me back was i don't know who i'm going to be when this is all done <laughs> yes <laughs> i think and that was really scary for me It can be. And that can send us into depression or having some anxiety because we're 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 doing so much growing and and maturing and understanding. Mm. And we we wonder, 
okay, is, is this it? Because if this is it, I'm not feeling it fully. I don't feel like I'm actually who I'm supposed to be just yet. And that's right. where we have to really be patient with ourselves, right? We have to cut ourselves some slack because we know we're usually the hardest on ourselves. So, you know, I always look at some of my clients come to me and, you know, say they're a very angry person and they're very mean to people. And, you know, people don't want them around them and that sort of thing. And, and I look at them and I see in, in, you know, spirit form, I see that they're, if they're that hard on everyone else, imagine how hard they're being on themselves, right? right. Because we are usually very hard on ourselves where we really give ourselves a, a rough time. But to, to put it, to simplify it, to simplify the answer to your question or questioning is that as a light worker it's all about healing and it's all if if a person is authentic right right and it's all about positive change and spiritual growth and so that's that's the the simple terminology but really what it's all about is is basically doing the same work that you're doing. It's shadow work. It's deep work that we mm. do internally on ourselves and within. And we're going over things in our mind and driving ourselves crazy. And like, <laughs> you know, this is one way to really like, like to weigh it is let's say you go to, um, you know, whether it's on Zoom, you're a part of a group or you go to a, a workshop. And you're while you're there, you're making connections or while you're online, you're making connections with people and people are sharing their experiences and you're doing exercises, perhaps visualizing, meditating and or talking even. Mm -hmm. And and you start to feel better. Right. You feel this like light rising up within you and you just feel this joy and this your energy feels lighter and you feel like you're vibrating at a higher uh, sense of emotion in a positive way but then you know later that day or a couple of days later you're away from that connection and now you're feeling like crap you're feeling depressed or you're feeling mm. like your wheels are spinning and you're not going anywhere this is where that whole consciousness piece comes in right because we need to stay connected to consciousness that is the right. key right there. And when we when we wander from that path or we uh, take a break, we're going to feel okay for a time possibly, but it's going to catch up to us because we're feeling that disconnection. For sure. I couldn't agree with you more on that. So but it's always have... important on that note, Stefan, is to mm. bring ourselves back to it. And people say, well, what is consciousness? What, what is it? Like, everybody's talking about this buzzword of consciousness. Mm. It's, it's being connected, our higher self being connected with that, um, the, pow the power of energy cosmic energy whether you call it god whether you call it your angels your guides um it it's the same energy and that's what we need to stay connected to this is what the problem is today and i know you and i talked about we want to do a whole 
you know, a whole uh, recording on, you know, evil and good. Is there a devil? Mm -hmm. And all those sorts of things. But that is what we're seeing, like, now across the earth, we're seeing the dark side coming out in people. And when we see that, right, we know that it's because they're not connected to source. Mm. It's a telltale sign. And all of this that's been going on is all, it's been going on in families, uh, in people's homes. It's been going on in the workplace. Really, it's just a magnification at a greater um, negative vibratory Mm. sense. But it's going on globally now. And this is why it's so overwhelming and difficult for people to, to grasp at this point. Like, Why which, do you think that is? Why do you think we're seeing such a huge uptick in that disconnection from source? Well, I think people are lost. Mm-hmm. People, you know, when we look at people that abuse other people, they're in pain. And, yeah. and they're in pain because they've maybe been abused in most cases. Um, if you're looking at someone, say, that's, you know, bipolar or a narcissist or or have narcissistic qualities. I mean, we all do. Let's be let's be realistic here. We all have a little bit of narcissism in us. We might be at like, you know, point one, point two. Right. But when we're looking at people that, you know, are at like seven point five to ten on the Richter scale of of narcissism, you have to say to yourself, boy, there must have really been some things that have happened to that person Something in their really life. Traumatic. Yeah. Yes. Whether it was trauma at birth or whether you're looking at Jeffrey Dahmer's mother, who was a cold fish, who never gave him love and affection, Mm. um, who never hugged him, had plastic on her her furniture. Uh, That's what he lived in was this um, sterile environment in all ways, emotionally, mentally and in his physical environment. So we can understand how a person has become that way. It's like, how do we fix it? You know? That is the that is the question. Um, how do we kind of fix it? I because looking out into the world today, I think that I definitely agree with what you're saying around trauma and that causing a lot of the issues. I also do blame. I almost want to say technology because I feel like people are lost because they've never not been distracted. Yes. And that was something that was so interesting for me that came out during COVID. You know, I got this influx of clients asking for sessions. And it was when when we spoke about it, the same thing would come up over and over again. And it was, I've been alone at home for three weeks. And I'm now suddenly starting to question my entire life. And I, I looked at this and I went, That's actually so true. You know, the world is geared to keep you distracted. You get up early in the morning, you take your morning commute to the office, you've got the radio going, you're stuck in traffic, you're shouting at the people who are (laughs) cutting you off. You get to the office and you've got a gajillion emails to go through and several hundred meetings that you need to attend, plus your day-to-day work. Right. And then you're supposed to stay fit and healthy, so you make sure you get to the gym in the evening, but you run on a treadmill whilst you're watching CNN or the music channel, whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be. 
And then if or, you've got a family, throw children into that it, that need to be run to the soccer game or you, you know, have to go and get groceries. There's a lot of people that are single parents now, whether you're, you know, the father yeah. or the mother. So now what? Like you're saying, it's just complete it's, overwhelm. It's overwhelmed, but to the point of, I actually want to call it what it is, which is trauma, because you and I know one of the key things that we so often will recommend to our clients is, when last did you have some alone time? When did you have a me day where you literally just spend some time walking in a forest, not with music on, just walking in a forest? Yes. When last did you cook a meal for yourself that you really love and enjoy? Yeah. And they're like, oh, I actually can't remember. And I'm like, but that's self-abuse. That's right. Because you haven't stopped to love yourself in ages. Mm-hmm. No wonder you're distracted. No wonder you're feeling depleted because you're being abused. You're abusing yourself. That's right. And it's, it's insidious is what it is. Well, and it's important to, once you recognize that, is to delve deeper into it to understand why you're doing that. So, for example, like we have been, many across the earth have been forced into change in their lives at this time, Mm. some for the good and some not so much for the good. And we've been forced into this um, uh, world of technology, like you say, we're having to do all of our meetings online, we're having to be um, isolated and, and um, you know, in, in, a, in, say, our home or going from our home to the office. And it, it's just our world has become smaller in a sense. Mm. And it's really created this feeling of unrest, this feeling of lack of social connection, because we are like we are pack animals like our dogs they're pack animals we need affection we need intimacy and i don't mean just sexual like sexual Mm. i mean intimacy with friends uh just giving giving a hug and getting a hug from someone yeah encouragement we we are missing that and when you look at it like i've talked to several people and they're saying you know i meditate and i'm doing this and i'm doing that but i still feel so down And that's because we have to look at that energy, again, like I had said earlier, is alive and it's alive globally as a collective. So when there's Mm. all of these, you know, there's these changes we're adapting to, there's things going on in the world that we don't agree with, it is going to affect our energy. And we're not having that human connection with people the way that we're used to. So how, how can we change all of that? Right? How can we change all of the the uh, the blueprints that have been um, impressed upon our minds and our emotions and our spirits? And how can we create change that we're happy with? And I mean, you can give me your answer, but I I mean, there's no short version for this. There is not. No. But what and we that- can look at and admit to. Um, is we just have to, one, take action where mm-hmm. it's necessary and needed. So we may have to go outside of ourselves and create intimate space through a Zoom. 
you know, the girls right. get together on Friday night. I mean, I just started a group about three weeks ago where women all come together. We come together on Thursday evening. You can grab your glass of wine or your cup of tea and we just... We talk about things that are serious and then we laugh and we have fun and we do meditation. And so, you know, it may only be 45 minutes or an hour of reprieve, but it's amazing what just that short amount of time can do for our spirit and oh, how it for can, sure. you know, awaken us. And I'm and actually going to ask you to please send me the details of that because I've got a client in Canada who I've been asking for ages to please you know get out there get groups of friends because exactly that that lack of intimacy yes on a human level is driving people to states of despair and darkness that i have not seen in ever probably actually. ever yeah probably yeah. ever yeah same yeah. here i mean people are just they're beside themselves and we know this whole topic we're not going to get into it but it has created a lot of division in, across the world oh, yes and you know either for or against and there's a lot of things going on that are layers on top of the other layers so one way that we can you know that i recommend to you know any any of my clients or anyone that you know we get into conversation or meet meet with is the the fact how you mentioned take that time to unwind you know like yeah. take a day and just don't even I mean you can still check your messages but just take a day and put leave your phone like in the bedroom and yes. go outside you know and spend three four hours out with your feet on the ground on the grass mm. and, you know or go for a walk or play with your pets or you know just debrief you know, give yes. your body some space to catch up to your mind because your mind, like you say, is going 50 miles an hour every day, right? And your emotions oh, are sure. getting pulled into it and caught up into it. So your body is just going into reactive states. So by taking that time, I call it pause in my book, is take that time to, like you say, be good to yourself, Exactly. Oh, Rain, are you there? Yeah, what would you like okay. to add to that, Stefan? You said, like, you know, I think we agree on the pause piece. Like, take that, you know, time for self-care. Is there anything else that you could suggest so that what people? I, yeah, what I normally do with my clients, and funny enough, a lot of them will go, oh, I want to do shadow work. And I'm like, no, 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 you're not ready for that yet. <laughs> We first, we first need to build you up a little bit so that you can actually withstand the onslaught that shadow will I love break. that, yes. So the first thing I, I recommend is exactly what you've just said, which is take that time to debrief. And then I insist on daily affirmations, but not just reciting them. They have to actually think about it. So mm -hmm. it'll be things around gratitude and self-love. So I'll say like, you have to say to yourself, I, look yourself in the mirror and go, I love me. And then you have to state three things, small things, that you loved about yourself that day. Wow, and it, I said nice. it, it can be absolutely anything. It can be how your hair looked or the fact that you didn't really want to make a specific meal, but you did it anyway and it came out beautifully. Right. Um, you know, it can be a random act of kindness that you didn't even think about at the time, but now that you're thinking about it, you actually love that about yourself. Yeah. 
Or like, let's say you, something simple, and I catch myself doing that. That's my mother's sense of humor that comes out. I'll, I'll like, uh, something I've been putting off doing, like putting a light bulb in something, or like, you know, learning. Exactly. You know, and I'll go, well, look at that. Look at what you just did. <laughs> you know? And yes. I, I love that. It's just about, like you say, acknowledging, right? Acknowledging yourself. Because we don't. And and the thing is, I think there's a bit of a fear around self-acknowledgement and self-love that it's going to lead to narcissism. And I'm like, no, if it's true, it's true. That's you right. can't make yeah. it untrue. You know, it's that's the difference nothing... right there. Yeah. I said, don't don't confuse a narcissist will, will be proud of something that isn't true, you know, and they'll make it all about them. But right. acknowledging something that is true that is small, that is beautiful, why shouldn't you do that? Yeah, because what you're talking about there really is the difference is, is the ego. Yeah. It's the ego speaking through a narcissistic process, mm -hmm. or you're talking about being real with yourself in, in a spiritual Absolutely. soul connection. That's the difference. Yes. And you, when you, you know, that exercise actually is great because it it can show you the difference between the two because all of us have had ego experiences we weren't born yesterday we've all you know we've all gone through that so we are going to experience that and and then when we experience the other exercise that that you show them to you know this mm -hmm. this can work they're going to feel that difference they're going to see it in their this mind's eye and they're going to feel yes. it in their emotions and their spirit. And they're going to know that's authentic. That they are. I'm One real. of my clients came to me and he had a serious issue with, with making money at the time. And he goes, you know, I really need your help with this. Um, blah, 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 blah. You have a corporate background. I'm sure you can help me. And I go, okay. Here's what I want you to do. And I gave him exactly those two exercises. And I gave him a third, which was a gratitude exercise, which is exactly the same as the self-love one. It's just that you ask yourself what three things happened today that you are grateful for. Small right. things. Right. And it just it show, teaches you how abundant the universe is in terms of what it's giving you. And he did it for a week. And I get this phone call not on our normal session time. And he goes, I have to tell you something. He goes, this woman walks into the office today where I sit and she says, my laptop isn't working and she's going to take it down to the store. And I said to her, I will, um, I'll have a look at it for you because I'm pretty handy with, with tech. Mm -hmm. And he says, and w won't you believe it? This woman gave me a hundred dollars for a, fixing her laptop <laughs> and I went well that's incredible but why are you telling me this I'm not quite sure where you're going with this he goes Stefan two weeks ago if that had happened that woman would have come in said my laptop isn't working and I said oh I'm so sorry to hear that here let me get you to <laughs> right. to your meeting and put right. her in front of the boss right. I said okay and so why didn't you this time he goes because my frame of mind was different right and I said, okay, elaborate. He goes, no, seriously, those self-love and gratitude exercises have just made me into a lighter person mm -hmm. who's wanting to help more people without necessarily expecting anything in return. 
mm-hmm. and here I got a hundred dollars out of the blue. Right. You know? Right, because uh, before he was probably operating on like emotions of anger and resentment. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is exactly what it was. So I find that just to be so such a powerful, but yet such a and look, the most powerful things normally are really simple. Um, but this is really just so powerful, so simplistic. And I say to my clients all the time, I'm like, don't discount it. It takes you 30 seconds to a minute to do this exercise. You do it as you're falling asleep or first thing in the morning when you wake up Mm -hmm. and you will see the change in yourself. Actually, you won't see the change in yourself, but within 72 hours, somebody will comment on it. That's right. And it happens every time. And it, it really is about changing your perspective. It's just like myself. When, let's say, you know, we get up in the morning and it's like you say, one thing after another happens. And that's uh-huh. not the way we planned our day. You know, the night before we said, okay, I'm going to get up. I'm going to do this, this, and this. And, you know, by 11 a.m., the day has not gone the way that we wanted <laughs> it to. So, you know, we can reset our day. And this is what people you know, we can, we can show people that they can reset their day by doing these exercises you're speaking of, by taking a pause by, you know, myself, like I'll either, you know, I might meditate. And if I fall asleep for 10 or 20 minutes, when I wake up, I'm refreshed and I'm like, okay, time to have another tea and restart my day again. Or, or I'll go, I'll go outside and I'll just stand in the sun. And when it was winter and we had snow, I, I know you probably don't get snow there, but we get snow okay. here and it gets cold and it gets cloudy. And so I would just bundle up and I would go outside and I would, you know, just breathe the fresh air, go for a quick walk, uh, clean up something in the yard. And it just is enough because you're going from one state in a room to another Absolutely. state. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And you're changing your perspective. And like you said, these are all simple, simple things, but often we forget. Often we forget that we have a huge tool belt full of ideas and exercises that we can implement that can mm. help us, right? And and they're so incredible. I mean, I see the change in myself on a daily just by doing little things. Um, yes. One of the things that I just mentioned to my friend Michael, um, who I've mentioned to you in the past, is he was saying to me, oh, you know, you've been a little bit, what, what was the word he said? You, it, I've noticed you have a bit of a martyr syndrome, he says. Oh. <laughs> and he says, and, and I just want to, you know, cuff you around the ears a little bit and tell you that how very dare you try and teach prosperity, abundance and happiness to other people and you're not embodying it yourself. And of course, the, the the very first thing that happens is the hair on the back of my neck goes up, and yes. I'm like, "Oh, how very dare he!" And then ten seconds later, I'm going, "But he's so right." Yeah. And literally, then just taking that and reframing my perspective, like you yes. just said, yes, to you know, let's just have fun. Let's just have fun with life. Yeah, it's such a beautiful gift. Why not have fun with it? That's right. And I think, too, we have to be careful when we're looking at a shadow piece like that um, mm. because, okay, let's say, let's say that we're, we're 
tr were promoting abundance, as he said that you were doing with mm -hmm. your clients. But, you know, people were coming to you and like, like your client that you spoke of about the money. So he's coming to you and he's asking you to help him. And so you're helping him and he's actually seeing results happen in his life. And you're doing the exercises as well, but you're not seeing the same abundance, like say equivalent to what he's seeing, mm. maybe lesser. It doesn't mean that you're not being abundant. It's just that you haven't arrived yet. And quite Absolutely. honestly, do we ever arrive? No, do we it's ever a arrive there? We're always, always moving forward, you know, and, and anyone that reads my book, and I mean, I didn't even put everything in there, the hardships I've had in the last, you know, seven mm. years prior to this last year. Um, but what it showed me and the way I describe the experiences is it shows people that no matter what you go through whether you believe that you know the dark side is attacking you or there's attachments on you or you know people whatever your reasoning is that that is doesn't really matter in the whole uh, grandeur of things what mm. what it's showing you is that when you have issues or you have difficulties or these shadow pieces come up we can take the next step forward we can believe we can tap into consciousness and connect with source and we can create positive change and that's the message there especially i think right now is like people have lost so much hope i mean we know that the rates of all kinds of you know awful things have mm. have climb skyrocketed um, skyrocketed right and and so what we what i think all of us can do to help one another as a, as a collective individually is we can all you know put our hands out to encourage one another to help one another wherever our giftings are and that is going to raise the energy of the earth and is going to mm. you know help to propel us individually to that fifth dimension awakening but it's also going to bring the whole entire earth to to rise up and that's what we need to do to help each other and ladies and gentlemen in case you were wondering rain has just described the epitome of a light worker so thank you for that you're welcome because that that's exactly it you know it's connecting to source shining that light out raising the vibration of the planet and I think that that is just so, that is what, what we need to be doing right now. And, so and that, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. So no, that, I was just going to say so that more people can, can actually get out, get their eyes off the ground and back up looking into the sky with hope yes. again. Yeah. You know, uh, when I was teaching a few years ago, I, I said to the students, you know, what what is something that you're thankful for today just one thing I didn't even ask them to name three things one mm. thing that you're thankful for you know and and people were really struggling with that and I said well you know when you came you know went out your door this morning to come to class did you look up in the sky did you look up in the sky in awe and admire the clouds and the beauty of the sky whatever color it was that day or like last night, did you go out and, and look up at the sky and just admire the stars? Like simple things like that 
can help to lift our spirits. And, sure. you know, it, it brings us, yes, you're right. All of this, you know, consciousness stuff is extremely important, but we also have to do like, as you say, the shadow work, because mm. if we don't do that shadow work, it's, it's, it's like the rudder of a ship, like of a boat. Yep. Yep. If you, if you don't do that shadow work, how are you going to be able to direct that boat to go in the right direction? You need Absolutely. to do the shadow work that you're speaking about and the exercises that are very simple, really. Mm. And and tap into your shadow side and your your shadow pieces and do a little bit of work on them. Because the two really, we're not talking about doing them independently, I don't think. Correct? No, absolutely. So I would say what I normally do is the you start off with the the love and gratitude exercises. And when you're finally starting to feel good about yourself, that's when we start, we add in the shadow work, which is looking at those instances where you weren't really pr proud of your behavior and then figuring out why that happened and learning to forgive yourself for that mm -hmm. and choosing to empower yourself to keep your boundaries in place moving forward. Yes. Yeah, because we need the two. We need the two to work in unison with one another. Have to. Because otherwise the the journey doesn't have the value that it needs to have. Absolutely. We need you, to, we need you, to have to have both in order to become the best person that we can be. For sure, for sure. Rain, I'm just looking at the time and <laughs> we've been going wow, for please. I know 45 minutes. It's been we've been having such a great chat. We have. But Maybe we can just wrap it up. What would you say is your main takeaway from Unprecedented with Stefan and Rain for the first time today? I think that would be to value the journey. To mm -hmm. look at what you are doing and look at what you can do. Look at the more that you can do to be the best person and master being the best person that you can be. And that takes work, yes, but it also, there's room in there for play, there's room in there for pause. So, you know, just incorporating all of those skills and those tools, reach out to someone who can help you if you, you know, just need a friend to talk to, or if you mm -hmm. want to do some shadow work with Stefan, or you want to do some inner consciousness work with myself. And, you know, there are others out there, you know, just make sure whoever you connect with is a good fit and, and just keep moving forward because we can make, we can make our own lives great and we can, we can also make the world a better place to live in as for well sure for sure and what would you say Stefan for yourself what would be your takeaway definitely the part about it being a journey there is no set destination it's just constant beautiful journey and learning to not just embrace it but enjoy the depth and the beauty that it has because as you say yes there's work involved but there's so much room for play too, you know, and there's, there's so many blessings that we are given, even in the hardships Yes. that I, I know it's difficult for us to see. I mean, I'm guilty of that as well, but they're there. 
you know well, yeah when... because the the difficulties challenge us to do more to be more Absolutely. because you know in our lives we have been conditioned whether it's you know you know by society you know in our schools by our families in spiritual uh, sectors uh, and that's not even going into the the dark entities and stuff that affect yeah. us but exactly. we've been conditioned and and really what happens is is that we come to a place of mediocrity and we, mm. we are willing to just settle and we don't have to settle i think that's you know your experience that you shared when you were like making that progress and making that progress and then there was depression that's mm. what was happening to you right because you yeah. felt like like your spirit was going, yeah, uh, there's more to me than this. I don't want to settle for mediocrity in my Absolutely. life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which is really, really, really scary. But like you say, so worth it. And, and look at where you are now. I, 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 I can bet you, you probably would look at where you are now to where you were then and you could see that growth. Oh, for sure. It's, right? it's night and day. And Absolutely. had you not done that work, you wouldn't be the person that you are today no. right now and feeling so. so so excited about life all the time it's just it's such a great blessing so on that note um to anybody listening if you would like to work with rain or myself please do get in touch the contact details for both are in the um description of this video depending on where you're watching it so you might be watching this on facebook or linkedin but you should see it in the description or otherwise link in bio if you're seeing this on Instagram. Um, Absolutely. Just yes. look us up. We're, we're everywhere now. Wherever. <laughs> we're, we're, we're ubiquitous. I love that yes. word. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a blast, Stefan. I can't wait for us to meet again next week. Absolutely. And everybody have a great day. You know, challenge yourself today with with one try one new thing today that you've put off doing or you've never done. And uh, it was just a blast hanging with you, Stefan. For sure. And on that note, I'm going to go for my daily debrief, my walk around the neighborhood in the evening and just really integrate all the wonderful experiences that I've had today. But it seriously has been such a blast doing this podcast. Thank you so much for your time, Rain. All right. And we'll talk to you next week. Absolutely. All right. Stay bye soon. now. Cheers. Bye.